0: Welcome to another Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I created the show with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own way. Together, we can all make a difference. And it starts with love. Love from the Hip. The word thank, as in thank you, originally meant Thought. By the Middle Ages, however, it took on the meaning of a kind thought or feeling, entertained towards someone in return for a favor or service. Thank you is said to be the most common phrase in the English language, ironically dating back to a time when the Black Death plagued us humans. And the practice of saying thank you or gratitude stems from recognizing something good that has happened to you, accompanied by an appraisal for someone or something responsible for it. And as of recent, researchers are tracing gratitude back to our evolution. Even Darwin himself suggested that humans and other animals share some of the same complex emotions, which include gratitude. And because animals can't actually say thank you, researchers use the behavior which reflects gratitude to find evidence of it, that of reciprocity. This behavior, which is an exchange of goods and or services, is mutually beneficial to both parties and is thought to increase a species' chance of survival. It just so happens that our closest relatives, other primates, engage in reciprocity, especially when it comes to obtaining food. In fact, a study conducted with chimpanzees proved that reciprocity was more important than friendship and skill when it came to choosing a partner to help them with the task of retrieving food. Further investigations with primates like the capuchin monkey found that they became highly aware of whether a situation would be reciprocal or not. And another study found capuchin monkeys and four-year-old children both engaged in what is called upstream reciprocity or paying it forward. In this study, both the monkeys and the children were more likely to donate a reward to their partner if they themselves already received a reward. This demonstrates not only how gratitude is the motivation behind paying it forward, but also how we humans have some understanding of gratitude at a fairly young age. Since the 1950s, psychologists and sociologists have examined the effect of gratitude on individuals' overall health and mental well-being. American psychologist and professor at UC Davis, Robert Emmons is known for his extensive research on the psychology of gratitude as it relates to humans flourishing. Emmons also suggests the transformative effect gratitude has on people's lives because it helps people to focus on the present, in turn, recognizing their self-worth. And without a doubt, recognition of one's self-worth extends to their life choices, whether related to their career, diet, relationships, and lifestyle overall. Researchers also believe gratitude is the social glue in all of our relationships and functions as the find, remind, and bind. Essentially, being aligned with gratitude allows one to find other potentially good partners for quality future relationships while reminding them of the goodness in their existing relationships and as a result, binding them through appreciation in turn lengthening their relationships, all of which not only guarantees one more happiness, but also, as stated earlier, higher chances of survival and or a longer life. In fact, scientific research has proven that grateful people are healthier overall. Gratitude has been clinically proven to rewire the brain and lights up the same neural network in our brain when we socialize and experience pleasure. In their experiment experiment conducted in 2003, both Emmons and American psychologist Michael McCullough found that those who kept gratitude journals on a weekly basis exercised more regularly, reported fewer physical symptoms, and felt better about their lives as a whole. Other studies conducted involving participants writing gratitude letters, whether sent or not, also revealed great mental health benefits which showed up on MRI scans. And because scans were taken months after the letters were written, findings have also suggested the long-term beneficial effects of gratitude on the brain, which include making the brain more sensitive to the experience of gratitude down the line, contributing to improved mental health over time. Many psychologists today recognize three types of gratitude— which include gratitude as an effective trait or one's overall tendency to have a grateful disposition, a mood, daily fluctuations in overall gratitude, and an emotion, a temporary feeling of gratitude after receiving a gift or favor from someone. Most people experience gratitude as an emotion and have to work at the other two, which is often referred to as a gratitude intervention. Reason being, while we humans may have a general propensity for gratitude, certain factors weigh in on one's likelihood of experiencing it, like jealousy, cynicism, and even greed. Other factors can include our gender or even our upbringing. Women are more likely to experience gratitude because, unfortunately for men, it is associated with being weak, and research has proven that grateful parents raise grateful children. Gratitude is a powerful reminder that while we may tend to focus on all that is wrong with us when it comes to our evolutionary history, we are innately good. It is just a matter of awakening what is deeply rooted in us so that inevitably becomes it becomes second nature once again. On this Love from the Hip, it is my absolute joy to have Sue Lundquist here on my show You may have heard Sue on her radio show on KKNW called Clarity with Sue. Sue is also an author and intuitive. She will share how she found gratitude and how it changed her life, as well as wisdom from her life-changing methods like her C2C method and her template for transformation and more. So don't go anywhere.
1: The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space,
0: Irritation, inflammation, redness, post procedure sensitivities? No problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at Asteracare.com. That's E S T H E R A care.com.
1: Skin and
0: Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe and share my podcast, Love from the Hip, that's H-Y-P, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the pleasure of having author, intuitive, and radio host of Clarity with Sue Radio, Sue Lundquist, on my show hi sue thanks for joining me today thank you for having me i love this the tables are turned i know does it feel weird not actually being in the studio it's been a few years
2: it's been a few years and then with the whole COVID thing yes yeah uh you know i've gotten because i've traveled internationally and done this so many for so many years i i I hate to say that i've gotten used to it Mm -hmm. because i love being in the studio for so many years yeah. You know, 15 years ago or however long it was when I first started, you know, I was in the studio, if not every day, at least three times a week. Oh, boy. It's yeah. the full network.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. And where are you joining us from today?
2: Well, thank you. I am in Bend, Oregon. It started to snow. So we've got a few inches. Wow. And it's kind of cozy and cold and the fire's going. And <laughs> Sounds so perfect.
0: Nice. Yes. <laughs> so, Sue, what was the yeah. catalyst for your spiritual journey? Uh, I
2: know it's a big question, question, right? I know it's a big <laughs> question. You know, I I think there was multiple things that were the catalysts. Uh, I can remember when I was a little girl, and I was adopted. So let's start there. So I didn't have my elders, my wisdom, my my tribe that I can lean on to, and or have everything that was happening to me be okay. Hmm. There's something smells weird or grandfather's cigar, or, you know, I, I remember not being able to roll over cause somebody was behind me. You know, there's just these things that scared the, the <laughs> jeebas out of me, <laughs> understandably <laughs> right. as a young girl. So I kind of shut that down for a while. I mean, I, the, the evidential mediumship and I, I use the word evidential mediumship specifically. We can get to that in a minute, but I'm, I, I have been an intuitive and had strong intuition all my life, um, and I, I live by that premise too. And I love, you know, at the top of the hour, you were talking about gratitude and appreciation yeah. and you really have to have a process in place and gratitude is, is the forefront of my life. So
0: thank you. It was oh, a beautiful
2: yeah. conversation and <laughs> well, information.
0: Well, thank you. Yeah. Did I answer the question, sweetheart? <laughs> well, yeah, you said it was a multitude of different things that were catalysts for your spiritual yeah. journey and adoption was one of them. And so was it also just... Trying to figure out who you were with this woo-woo gifts that were coming in for you. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. The woo-woo gifts. Yeah.
2: You know, it was so funny because it was almost as though I was in the closet and there were just so many things, my adoptive parents, and I, I would speak out not knowing what I didn't know. Oh, mom and dad, you know, for camping. Um, I think you should probably put a lock on the tent. They're going to, they're going to steal something from you today. There's just been hmm. these kind of things all of my life. And then I sought out some really incredible high integrity uh, teachers after I allowed it to reawaken. And I say allowed it because everybody has the ability. Everybody Absolutely. does. Um, it's whether you open yourself up to it or not. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's your choice. It's totally your choice. If you are going to open it up, really do your education and find a high integrity mentor or teacher. That's has to be really your foundational piece. Yeah.
0: And someone who can hold space for you for that. So definitely, (laughs) yes. (laughs) yes. So, so would you say a lot of the traumas eventually forced you out of the spiritual closet, like full time? Yeah, I think it was a mixed bag of that. And thank you. Good
2: question. It, I had so many personal traumas, you know, death, suicides. I mean, it was just abuses, all the stuff, you mm-hmm. know, let's just put an umbrella as an adjective to describe. And I only say that because it is an adjective to describe. And I also know that I can come from an extremely different perspective, and a more compassionate, Uh, side of things when I have clientele. And I'm not saying that's to diminish anybody I'm speaking to or on behalf of, or for you, you can understand that, right? It's just, I get it. I know I've walked the talk. It has been shiitake sometimes, you know, it's (laughs) just been, you know, on the bathroom floor, horrible. And I had to figure out one, how to get my body in homeostasis. So I could hear the whispers of source spirit and my intuition, right? That's really important for you guys to hear. If you're getting, if, if, if there's a discernment happening when you're in fight or flight, when your body is freaking out and it's in trauma, I would suggest not taking the hits, the, the, the little there, I'm pretty sure they're not really defined as whispers at that point, because your body, it's your nervous system going, get the heck out of So whatever the, whatever that is. So it's really important that you discern where you're at. Are you in homeostasis? Are you in a calm space? Are you in an elevated state, elevated gratitude, appreciation, love, or did shiitake just hit the fan and you're still ruminating in that? Did you go down said rabbit hole, right? Mm -hmm. So really, and I think that's really important for people to understand. So when I was in that situation, I'm like, well, source, why is this happening to me? right? Mm-hmm. Victimhood. Yeah. Instead of for you. Right. <laughs> because we are the humans thinking, why is this? Why are they treating me so bad? Why is this happening to me? Why is this death? Why is this abuse? Yada, 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 all of this stuff. And I knew it was my choice then took a while, not overnight yeah. <laughs> I'll say that for, in a hot second <laughs> that It took a while for me to get out of that rabbit hole of victimhood. And I say that rabbit hole of victimhood because your body then becomes addicted to these chemicals that you're releasing. Your body's getting a charge, right? Mm -hmm. And people I'm sure, I don't know, maybe the audience is like, what do you mean my body's addicted to the chemicals (laughs) that I'm being released? It's true. It's It's really truthful. And so I had to kind of unpack all of those traumas and the emotions that came with the traumas and meditation gratitude appreciation it was kind of this evolutional process over a few years where i was able to just really hone in and i think for me when i had my first daughter 23 years ago now um prior to that i was really heightened and you you, you i think that there's some kind of medical term when you're pregnant you've you've got some other juices happening that really Heighten that. I don't remember the name. Don't don't quote me on that. But that really started happening. And then my practical life, my Sue brain, my mom brain came mm-hmm. in, and I'm like, okay, buck stops here.
0: Yeah, it's not gonna carry.
2: Yeah, they're not they're not going to carry on my trauma, the mm-hmm. trauma that I endured. The you know the ancestral stuff. Yeah, right. And also. I got to own my shiitake because they're going to come to me as their grandmother at some point, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they were a big catalyst in your healing. Yeah.
2: Another, another one. Yeah, for sure. And it, you know, the, the practicality of getting over my own stuff. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't pass it on to my daughters. And, um,
0: so in the traumas when, you know, all of that's happening, how do you even think about gratitude?
2: Hmm really good question. And I would start off by saying, if you're not thinking of gratitude, you're in victimhood. Mm -hmm. So I just I want to let and I can feel the energy on that one. (laughs) And I just want everybody to just take a big deep breath on that. Because if you're not in gratitude, if you're not going to be in appreciation, you're you're not in that present now that present moment, you're either in the rabbit hole of the past. Shoulda, coulda, would is all over myself, the shames, the guilts, right? Or you're like, oh my God, I got to control the, the future, right? Mm-hmm. So really staying in that heightened awareness of what you are and how you are showing up in the world. And if you find yourself in the past or trying to control the future, then you really need to, that right there is your discernment, your answer. You really need to just take a few minutes, take a few breaths. This is one of the biggest Very, things that yeah. I right mm-hmm. the navy seals can do it brothers and sisters it's free we can do it <laughs> right absolutely take a few breaths get your body back in homeostasis your body your mind you know the mm-hmm. energy about you oh it's just you know take five ten breaths just take a few minutes just nice and easy get yourself calm and then start really appreciating ah oh, and this is this is really important and you alluded to this at the top of the hour that appreciation is really important even more so if i could add genuine and authentic appreciation your body and your nervous system are really going to call bs right. on that if you're not authentic and genuine and a really good parameter of that are children because <laughs> if you're not standing authentically and aligned right they're going to be like oh yeah i'm going to keep pushing that button <laughs> your nervous system is kind of doing the same thing right mm-hmm. yeah so let's calm it down, really get into, you know what? I am really thankful. I was able to take those six, six breaths, 10 breaths, 50 breaths. Ah whatever it was for you to calm down. And you know what? I'm a huge proponent of throwing tantrums in your bed to flush off the energy of your body. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to scream, scream in the pillow so you don't freak out.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
2: (laughs) Gratitude. Yes, it's really important. And first and foremost, really, you've got to get your body and mind, all of that into homeostasis first. So it starts with the breath, open your heart, and then you can really go into true and authentic Appreciation and gratitude
0: was that helpful? Yeah, absolutely. So today, do you find yourself ever swaying out of gratitude and have to put yourself back in? And oh good. And if yes. So, of course, you're human, yes. right? Yes. And and ah. what methods do you use aside from breath work?
2: I would go to breath work. Um, for me, if I need to get my yayas out, my girls know this when I raise them. Um, I would. I have to go out in nature, ground myself in nature. I go running. I go jogging. Uh, I go walking. I go hiking. I just breathe and get my body calm. And this this was a trick that I d- I do with um, clients uh, when we're at events. We'll go outside and we don't walk forward to ground. We walk backwards, hmm. and this forces you in your body, right? Yeah. You're barefooted, you're walking backwards. You've really got to be meticulous on where you're stepping, right? So if you you get really clear, really conscious of what's going on with your body so i those those are a few things and you know what i was talking to another colleague the other day and and we were saying well what if none of that works what if gratitude doesn't work what if grounding doesn't work and i have lost my shiitake i'm like well you know what just go take a nap Mm -hmm. reset reset. And I even said, you know, go have an orgasm too. I mean, just go reset, <laughs> do something that uh-huh. really brings you joy. Right. It's really important that you do that reset. And it could be a, a 10 minute, 12 minute power snooze, a nap. I do that a lot actually uh, with, the, you know, if I've, if, if I've meditated, if I've gone and exercised, if I've done my steam, I've had my tea, I've gone out and grounded. Like, oh, You're still spinning. I I put my headphones on, I put the mask on and I, I just meditate. That's it. I just, and there's a few times that I've had to do it for an hour. Sometimes it'll take that eight minutes. Sometimes it'll take 30.
0: Right. Depends on what cycle of the moon. Yeah, (laughs) where the moon's at, right? Right.
2: Yeah, come on. If the cycle of the moon can move our oceans, and we are ninety—what is it? Ninety percent water Water. in our cells. Uh
0: Yeah, come on. (laughs) So, how does gratitude then play into the law of attraction? Would you say?
2: Good question. I was just reading and researching this. I would say, and you've got to be really purposeful intentional on how you language this because if you are saying um like for example i am so grateful that i have food in my fridge that's that's really important for you to have as long as you truly authentically feel that Mm -hmm. if you don't it's a counteraction it's a contrast with the law of attraction right so you really have to be real with what you are truly thankful and grateful for
0: and in order to be real, you have to be yourself, right?
2: Yes, and you have to get clear on what that is and how what that looks like, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, authentic and genuine for
2: you, above and beyond what media and society says, right? The media and society and the sexualities and the all the stuff that's out there that these kids, I, you know, we were once kids, right? I mean, we're still learning; it's an evolutionary process, but. Now you've got cell phones and Instagrams and so much external stimulation that they, the human that's looking at that external stimulation, thinks that that's how they should be, could be, want to be, right? Mm -hmm. And then they're like, they feel lack. They feel- Dissociated. Yeah, Yeah, they're associating with all of that. So the big one with that too is also put it down. Don't don't and you know, like the Instagrams and the the Facebooks and all that kind of stuff. If you are going to be a part of that, because I know we have to for business, sure. I'm going to follow and I'm going to like of like-minded. So that's gonna be on my algorithm. That's what I'm gonna see when I come out. I'm not gonna go to the other stuff.
0: Yeah, it's what Google's gonna bring in for you.
2: Exactly. (laughs) So, and you know what? That's a really cool segue to to look at energy and the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. How are you? Instagramming yourself. Right. What's your algorithm? Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. What's your so radio how are frequency? you showing
2: up? Yeah. How? What's your algorithm, my friends? <laughs> do you want love? Do you want gratitude? Do you want appreciation? Or do you want the I call them the grizzly bears of the world? I mean, it's all a contrast, anyways. But. Really start being in aware and get really clear on how you want to show up in in the world and the world, the powers that be will, will hook up to that algorithm and bring that to you. (laughs) Now, I will say though, a bit of a disclaimer too, because when I was starting this journey, it still happens to me. I'm not saying that because I'm constantly growing that if said algorithm pops in and you're like, well, what was that? there's an opportunity to learn and to remind yourself you just haven't learned it all the way through yet. I love that. So have gratitude. Have (laughs) gratitude.
0: Oh, thank you for the lesson. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that, Sue. And with that, we're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned for the Weekly Skinny up next and more love from the hip. On this Weekly Skinny, I would like to talk about melanin in the ears. More importantly, how it affects our hearing. Melanin, which is a substance produced by our melanocytes, is a dark brown to black pigment which occurs in the hair, skin, iris, and also in our ears, specifically our inner ears. Many scientists have theorized that people who have more melanin in their skin might actually have more melanin in their inner ear to protect them from noise-induced hearing loss. Research has confirmed that melanocytes are an integral part of the endolymph production system, which is essential for balancing hearing functions, having an overall protective effect. Melanin is also involved in absorbing the mechanical energy arising from sensory stimulation. Interestingly, other animals, including cats, horses, mice, pigs, and dogs, also reveal this pigment associated hereditary deafness. In fact, Deafness is most prevalent in white dogs due to the absence of melanocytes, and certain breeds are more predisposed because of their coats, like Jack Russells, Dalmatians, and Bull Terriers. Histologic studies of the cochlear structures on these white canines have revealed that pigment-associated deafness is the result of primary degeneration of the stria vascularis, a structure on the outer cochlear duct. Similar to humans, melanin produced in the cochlea has been hypothesized to serve a protective role as a free radical scavenger, metal chelator, or regulator of calcium homeostasis in the stria vascularis, which is involved with generating and maintaining the endolymphatic potential necessary for normal hearing. Other studies have suggested that melanin is involved in the structural, metabolic, and vascular health of the cochlea as well. While many studies have been conducted to prove or disprove this theory, one study found that white soldiers exhibited less hearing sensitivity than black soldiers and soldiers of other races. The study concluded that black soldiers have a 60 to 70% lower chance of noise-induced hearing loss and age-related hearing loss when compared to white soldiers. Of course, there are other risk factors which increase the likelihood of hearing loss, like smoking, noise exposure, and cardiovascular issues, which were also taken into consideration. Reflecting back on all of the studies that have been conducted, including those done on white dogs, it is safe to say there is definitely a correlation between our melanocytes and the health of our cochleas.
1: protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com.
0: Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you're just tuning in, I'm having a fabulous discussion with Sue Lundquist on Clarity with Sue, or she is on Clarity with Sue Radio, (laughs) but hey, on KKNW. So Sue, you've had just a, a tremendous amount years of experience and training and workshops and this whole metaphysical world. Mm -hmm. What was the biggest challenge for you with all of that?
2: You know, for me and figuring out what fit, you know, and I and I talk about this on my radio show and and at my live events, you know what, it's okay, try on a bunch of different hats, Mm -hmm. tilt it, put it on backwards, (laughs) put it whatever, just try it on. See if it fits, see if it aligns. And where I'm going with this is I had done, you know, the different energetic modalities and the Reiki's and all these different modalities. And I'm going to tell you the number one thing that it did for me. And I say that and I take a deep, deep breath and I open my heart and it's just coming home again. Mm. That was the biggest message for me. It was coming home again coming home to my source and my audience knows this. It could be purple chopsticks. If that's what you want to believe in. And, and if it means you're tapping into your source and your, your love and life energy, have it be purple chopsticks, but coming <laughs> home. Right. right, right. <laughs> And it's, and I say that with so much love and acceptance because there's so much of the turmoil and uh, control out there about my ways, the highway. And I'm like, you know what? Let's choose love let's mm-hmm. go there. Let's choose love and gratitude and appreciation, right? Yeah. Instead of the fighting and all that. So the modalities were really important in my growth. It taught me a lot about myself. It put me in a place of community with like-minded. So if you're going to lean into those modalities, I highly recommend doing it. Again, when we before the break, it's really important that you find high integrity individuals that are going to educate, teach you, and hold that container for you. There's there's a few out there that are not, and right. I want you to keep away from that, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. really put your purpose and your intention in there with high integrity, quality teachers. <laughs> really important.
0: So, Sue, so how did you learn how to integrate it all? Oh, good question.
2: And I love this. We had this conversation at the break, too. And, uh, you know, for years and even prior to, I mean, I knew I had the gift or the intuition, whatever. And I would go to my readings or, and I would hear about other people's readings. And as I, within my education and evolution, I'm like, ah, this just doesn't feel right. You know, here I am, say for example, um, and I, I asked permission to share this story. So that's why I'm going to share it with you. I, I had a random client. Um, I was out, I was actually in Woodenville in Hollywood Hill. And I had seen her about four, three or four times, you know, periodically where I go running and her mother kept coming through mm-hmm. and she didn't know me from Adam. And here we are running on the trail. And I'm like, okay. Then I went down this other kind of random place and she's there. And, I, and her mom was screaming, stop and talk to her, stop and talk to her. So I gave her a really brief synopsis of who I am, what I, what I do. And she's like, yes. Okay. I said, all right, well, I'm juiced up on caffeine right now. Your (laughs) mom really wants to talk to you. And there's a few other people. I will do this for free. Let me meet you in a few hours. So I did my run. And then I had all these other incredible messages coming through that were of incredible healing Hmm. for her. So I then go to her place at the house and I gave her these healing um, messages. And your question was, about the modality. And for me, bringing in the practicality, I'm, I've got a client sitting in front of me or even my large events, when I'm doing large events, mm-hmm. I am tapped in to the source and the powers that be right. I'm, I love that. I'm, I love that juiciness. However, we're all in the 3d world. We right. are living in practicality. We have bills, we have in-laws, we have red lights or, <laughs> you know, all right. this stuff. Here I am giving a message, a beautiful message that could drum up quite a bit of trauma and fear, right? Mm -hmm. So my practical brain and nobody else is doing this. I bridge the two of them. So we go in and we have a session and then I give them real life practical tools to help sustain and maintain any kind of trauma responses, healing responses, uh, if they need to have a conversation with an in-law because of boundaries, there's all kinds of conversations that come up and emotions and feelings of trauma that come up and out of the nervous system when I'm in this kind of container mm-hmm. And I re- it was really important for me to be able to give you know people from the events or, and or you know one-on-ones that they had the practical tools yeah. to self-regulate and to you're really anchoring
0: can- it for them or oh, they're anchoring it for born. themselves. Yeah,
2: definitely anchoring for themselves for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, do so you, important.
0: Do you think this is a big challenge for other healing facilitators to bridge the spirituality with practicality?
2: Hands yeah. down. I don't see anybody, anybody doing it. Yeah. Anybody.
0: And what would be your I, first recommendation for all healing facilitators to do uh, that? Please, please get education about how to
2: speak to your clients, how to speak to your events, um, meaning not from judgment, not from your past traumas, really speaking with an open heart with massive compassion. I mean, we're talking body language. If your arms are shut, like, you know, you're sitting here like this, how does that make you feel? Yeah. Not good. Doesn't feel good, right? (laughs) No. No. If I am opening my heart and my hands are big, my butt from body language to energy to All of that, you've really got my whole body's lit up. So, this is hitting chords with people. Mm -hmm. You've really got to stand in that frequency and that energy and learning real life self regulating tools that you can then apply to after the healing. And that's my sweet spot. I love that bridge. In fact, my second book's coming out and it's called (laughs) Bounce Back. Oh, it's reclaiming and redesigning that life. So, you can.
0: You can buy my book when it comes out. you can get readings and also tools. <laughs> I love that. So, Sue, essentially, though, you're recommending also that we continue the work on ourselves. Otherwise, it can show up and we can project it to our clients, right? Brilliant. Hands down. That is
2: a yes. Again, going, I don't, it was middle of the hour. I don't know. Why. I was alluding to having that discernment. If you are not in homeostasis, if you're not in that calm, meditative state, you're not it, it's still don't do from the reading. <laughs> don't do the reading. Yeah. yeah just don't. <laughs> don't walk away, take a nap, do whatever you need to do. Yeah. Well, and the language if, if you've got a client, because I remember I've had to do this once. And I, you know, explaining to the client, listen, it is my intention to be the best of service for you. It is not the right time. I promise you let's reschedule all of this. And you know language in a manner that's true. Right. You know, you really want to be of service to yeah. these people, right? You it's focus on the transformation. That's a really that's another one right there. Uh, oh, focus on the transformation. Get out of the, get out of the way. You mm. have to focus on the transformation and you are just a conduit. That's right. all you are. That's
0: yeah. it. And you can step in their way too.
2: Oh, yes. In a hot second. Yeah. Yeah. If you if if there's body language, if there's an eyesight or if there's
0: something. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Great. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your C2C method. Okay. Who is it intended for? How'd you come up with it? Uh, What is it? (laughs)
2: Thank you. So the C2C is craziness to clarity. So if you well, let me ask you, do you want more money?
0: Yeah. No, well, doesn't everyone want more money? yeah, do you want more I mean do you want more but, everything's right. going up, so yeah, I need more money more, to pay for everything <laughs> right more freedom, more
2: yeah. sex, more intimacy, more money the you know it's it's like having the mores, and I know that's not law of attraction to use that word, but just bear with me here. So you have all these desires and intentions that you want, right? Mm -hmm. The craziness to clarity is to give you real life, real time, sustainable tools, mindset hacks, law of attraction, all of that positive psychology to help you sustain what I call your PCC. It's your personal code of conduct. So remember we were talking about really getting clear on who you are and how you're showing up and creating your own algorithm. Mm -hmm. So that's the PCC. I teach people how to get really clear on who they are and how they're showing up in the world. That's their PCC. They're aligning with their own personal algorithm that's authentic and genuine to them. Then we go and we, we start learning and integrating the PCC, your personal code of conduct. You start integrating and attracting people that are, are like-minded. So then you start to have conversations because the people that are used to, like, say, I'm a, a recovering people pleaser. People are used to you giving and giving and giving, and they're used to taking, taking, and taking. Sure. No bad and different whatever. You know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm going to start changing. And I and during my journey, I was like, what if they don't like me? What if they don't like me? And from if, if a recovering people pleaser, are you kidding me? I just got hit with a double-edged sword, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, how do I do this? So I have to really... Figure out from my personal code of conduct and to be able to communicate with compassion and love a -hmm. respectful no. I teach and I I teach people language on how to do that. So they come to my events or we do the one on ones. It's more that I like to do the big events, you know, Mm -hmm. big 25, 28, but it's intimate. You know, I maybe go to 60, but not them because I want it intimate and I want to be able to. Go to individuals and say, okay, this is a boundary around work, or I need to talk to my husband about getting my needs met, uh, intimacy on a whole new level. So we go through the specific language in a safe container, right? Right. And we're all learning from it. So we all can take that language and apply it to our life. I don't know about you but I know I want more money, more sex, more intimacy. And I use <laughs> I use intimacy on a whole it's intimacy on a whole new level because it's intimacy with you. Mm. You get intimate with yourself because if you want things to change, you have to change first. It is an inside job hands down.
0: Hands and down. Do you also think that the more intimate we get with ourselves, the better our boundaries get? Oh, hands down. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and yes, because you've gotten, you, you've you gotten really clear on what your needs and desires are. And that's right. so important. Speaking from experience, <laughs> I didn't know what the heck that was, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I didn't know. I knew that I wanted to show up with compassion and love and I'm a natural nurturer. I always have been. I've always been a nurturer and intuitive, you know, just juicy love, compassion, And then when I was younger, everybody's taken. I'm like, oh okay, felt like a bit of a batting cage thing going on. So Mm -hmm. I had to really get clear on what that was for me, and not go into shame and guilt, thinking it was my fault Mm -hmm. because it wasn't, and it's not. Mm -hmm. It's just not. So you have to, you have to put up boundaries and. Again, it's the clarity with Sue, right? Clarity is the fuel to all of your desires, and it is intimacy on a whole new level. So get really clear. Create your PCC. Essentially, it's your personal code of conduct. Get really clear on what that looks like. And then you need self-regulating tools that I teach in The Craziness Clarity and The Bounce Back, my second book that's coming out.
0: I love that. Well, thanks for sharing that. And with that, we're going to have to take another break, but everyone stick around for more Love from the Hip.
2: But I
1: ain't going back no more.
2: Fueling up the flames, gonna show you what I made of. Vaking every chain that you put on me.
1: The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y r-e-i-c-h dot com
2: peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach let sakura skin and mind remove
0: unsightly hair with dermaplaning although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth safe effective
2: fast and affordable what a concept sakura skin and mind wants you to look your very best and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest Find out about dermaplaning at sakura dot com. S A K U R A Skinandmind dot We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had.
0: Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you're just joining us, I have author, intuitive, and radio host of Clarity with Sue Radio, Sue Lundquist, on my show. And Sue is graciously offering all of you a discounted 30-minute reading. And you can email her, sue at claritywithsue.com. And she'll mention to you what you need to punch in as far as code goes. But yeah, so thanks, Sue, for that.
2: You are welcome. Make sure they put what, what what's the name in the oh, subject line? I'm
0: sorry, to... HYP.
2: Yes, in the subject line when you email me, guys. This is going personally straight to me. So Sue at Clarity with Sue. And this is a gift to all of your listeners. So make sure you put HYP.
0: HYP. Love yep. it. Thank H-Y-P you so in the much subject line. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. So tell us about your template for transformation. How did that oh, come about? Oh, this is so good. Okay. For
2: us to understand, thank you very much, Kira. The we have to have a basis in an education so we can have a formula and our brain needs something to chew on. Right. So I, and I love a play on words and it, things that acronyms that are easy to remember and they, they hold powerful value to me mm-hmm. and they're fun too. You can really, you can really have fun with the acronyms. I've been doing it since I was a little girl. So I, and it's for me also forward moving. So my three phases of transformation, it always starts with awareness, awareness of victimhood, awareness of happy, awareness of gratitude, awareness that maybe you've got a thorn in your tush and you got to figure out what's happening. Awareness that you are being triggered and big, huge point here, guys, if you are being triggered, and I don't know about you, but this has happened to me a few times. And I'm like, "Mm -mm." when somebody has said to me, you need to bleeping, stop that you are triggering me Mm -hmm. either. Maybe I've done it before you've done it. I'm speaking to the audience. That's absolutely incorrect. The trigger is never about the other person. It's about what's going on within you. Always, always, always take your power back Own that. If you're being triggered, you need to own that and take your power back. It's really important. So important. So first and foremost, there you go. There's an awareness tool. See if that is showing up in your life and have awareness for that. If you are being triggered, then it's time for inner work. And you could pick up my bounce back book, or you can take my online course. You can do that as well. I know I'm totally (laughs) putting that in there, but let's talk about three phases. So it's a awareness. And during that awareness, all of a sudden these teachers or a song or a poem or something, a meme will come up and you'll be like, oh, I got (laughs) to, I got to take care of that or Uh oh, that's stung, you know, right? Right. There's that awareness. Something is popping in. So really lean into that and take a look at it. Then the second is what is it? Clarity. (laughs) I was like A (laughs) and C clarity, clarity for the education. So you've had the awareness. Now the teachers are going to start showing up whatever that looks like whether it's the reiki class the yoga class the c to c class my live <laughs> online class <laughs> plug 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 yeah whatever that is for you mm-hmm. your teachers or yourself right you yeah. as, as as well i mean come on it's all of us uh showing up and then you get the education and then you you start noodling with that education does that really, you know, lean into that? Does, does that hat fit or do I need to put it on a different way? Remember I was talking about just get mm-hmm. curious, be playful with the proverbial hat of the emotions and the new tools Right. and the tools. This is really important to you and your audience. There are hundreds of tools that I talk about because not one size all fits all right. Mm-hmm. And one tool that you read about may not be the same for the person sitting next to you or you might bypass that and go to the fifth tool because that didn't make sense for right now because your body and your energy and your psyche is just not ready to hear it. Right. So always go back and look at the the tools. So there in that, it's the clarity and the education and really aligning with what that is for you. And then the third is T. It's your transformation. It's now integrating all of these new boundaries, these new languages, these new tools into your life. I talked to this um alignment at the top of the hour but you know your nervous system is going to call a bs on that especially your children right right if you're starting to evolve and change and you're standing there going well you really should clean your room you really should yeah
0: (laughs) that ain't gonna happen right Uh
2: kids laundry time do it now we're going if not, you ain't having a weekend, you know, really get Yeah, I'm using some fun analogies <laughs> here, but you, you get the change in energy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's the three phases of transformation and it's forward thinking as the acronym. It's called ACT NOW. I love Awareness, it. Awareness, clarity, transformation, and now is no opportunity wasted.
0: I love that too. Thank Where you. do most people tend to get stuck? You think?
2: Needs. Needs needs. They are not getting their needs met. So they think it's somebody else's mm. responsibility. And you and think that right. has a
0: lot to do with the victimhood and also not knowing it's who 100%, they are? percent.
2: hundred percent. They don't know mm-hmm. who they are. And I'm speaking from personal experience. <laughs> and guys, that's his intimacy on a whole new level. And this is sexuality. This is money. This is It's intimacy on a whole new level. If you don't know what your needs and desires are and you are not feeling of worth, Mm -hmm. you're not going to have the proverbial financial orgasm, the heart orgasm, or the body orgasm. I speak to this language because we all understand that, right? And saying that if you truly know what your needs and desires are, awesome. Keep communicating them with yeah. love and compassion be that example to the other person it's really important and you know this was another thing that i I've, I've learned through this whole process is really showing up to be that example for the other person even if you are so scared you are so you're trembling in your boots right, right. and you want you really it's really important for you to have this conversation you have to get really clear on who you are and how you're going to show up in that conversation and what your needs and desires are, right? Mm -hmm. So you then can effectively communicate. What you're doing then, not only are you creating a new neural pathway for yourself, you're creating confidence, (laughs) energetic, emotional, psyche, all of that confidence. And you're a great example of the person that you're talking to. Yeah, They may not say it right then and there, especially men. They'll go off a noodle and go, damn, (laughs) <laughs> right yeah
0: and we're treating others how to treat us right so oh, right there right yes. there and then. you
2: teach people how to treat you you absolutely do oh,
0: yeah. i love that see well we're coming to the end of the show but i wanted to have you share when your show's on
2: Thank you, Tuesday mornings, (laughs) 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I would love to play with you guys, noodle with you guys. You can get all the information about me and my newsletter. Just go to claritywithsue.com. I got a lot of great events coming up and a new uh, class I'm doing November 16th. So I would love for you guys to be a part of that as well.
0: I love that. And your other book too that's out. Yes,
2: Bounce Back, Reclaim and Redesign a Life on Your Own. It is intimacy on a whole new level. Yeah, my second book's coming out and it's all about more orgasms, more
0: sex, more money, more, more abundant mo, mo, mo. life and lifestyle, right? I Who doesn't it. want that? I love it. Well, thanks again for being here today, Sue. Oh, thank you so much. It was <laughs> so much fun. Thank you. Very all. grateful. And I'm grateful for my producer, Eric. He's a stellar rock star. And you, the listener, KKNW, Timber Country, and Cape Town Zone Radio. And tune in next Wednesday for another episode of Love from the Hip Presents Go Beyond the Veil. Stay kind out there. Stay true to you. And don't forget, make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare ya.